0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Being a Fan of Disney podcast. I'm your host, Cody Haber. This episode is a visit with Lee Cockrell again, who was a former executive over operations at Walt Disney World, Um, and he joins us again to talk about the latest news of the change in CEO for the Walt Disney Company, and the return of Bob Iger into that role. Um, We talk about the lessons learned from the last uh, year and a half or two years from the Walt Disney Company, and also pressures that are put on CEOs, the expectations for what Bob Iger could do to be successful as a CEO, and then the expectations for um, whoever is going to replace Bob Iger. And so this was a very, very informative conversation. I really, really enjoyed it and I always learn a tremendous amount whenever I talk to or listen to Lee. Um, and so this was really, really fun. I hope you enjoy it as well. Please come along with us on our adventure. All right everybody, welcome back. Um, we are here um kind of as a as a special class or special topic. Um, on on pretty pretty fast turnaround. Um, everybody knows by now the news that broke this last weekend about um, Disney making a change um, as CEO and Bob Iger being back as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Um, and so I found the perfect person to talk to about this: um, Lee Cockrell, a, a former um, executive in the Walt Disney. Um, company at one time and 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 I'll allow Lee to tell his story and give the official title but at one time he was in charge of Walt Disney World um in Orlando and so and since retirement um he has spent a lot of time consulting with people and working with people on on different on their ventures and on how they can improve um their business acumen and so, Um, It's really, really great to have Lee back. Um, And also just a a side note, and Lee, I don't know if you remember this. You were actually the first person that we did a one-on-one interview style like this. Uh, April 2020, you were going to Skype into the class. And then when everything shut down, you had emailed me and said, hey, are you doing something remote? What are you guys doing now? And so we just came up with this idea to to do one-on-one interviews and since then um much to my delight I probably not to the visitors delights um but uh we've been doing this ever since so we've had this one-on-one so so that started that started with you as well uh.
1: well it works I can tell you you know and by the way I was ahead I ran I was executive vice president of operations uh, I reported Dal Weiss who was the president but uh yeah I ran all the operations at Disney for 10 years. But I can tell you this concept of being online works and who, whoever thought, I have a client in Brazil mm-hmm. that hired me to speak to all of his team, 200 people, retail business and fast food business every Friday for an hour, just talking about current leadership, management, customer service, ideas, uh, everything you can think about uh, to be better leaders, better managers. And uh, we've been doing it for about, Oh, maybe almost a year now. Yeah, And I asked him, I said, how long are we going to do this? I said, we talk about the same thing every (laughs) week. And he said, we're going to always do it. Because I said, it's kind of like, you know, we... Things keep changing. They're little things. My people are getting more comfortable. They're asking questions. They're making better decisions now because they're understanding the concept of their involvement—that uh, they matter, that they have—they can be more than they think they can be, that they have influence. And I—I I just find that uh, that is going to speak well to the future of contacting people and being able to bring people in that have different opinions. Which you would never be able to do it as frequently if you had to fly people in and go. I mean, it wouldn't happen.
0: Yeah. And yeah. this
1: is just working great. And so he uh, he has uh, 450 stores in Brazil, this athletic shoe stores called World Tennis. And he has three or four hundred fast food places and malls. And uh, uh, the other day, one of the, and this is good for your students, uh, we talk about having the right people in the organization Mm -hmm. and how important the manager is that set the the environment and the culture and be the example. And uh, so one of the guys came on and said, Mr. Cogger, I want to tell you something. The first few weeks, nobody spoke up. Now they're coming in. He said, we had a manager for 22 years. She was part of the family. And she wasn't doing a good job. And this week we fired her. Yeah. And we feel so good. Everybody's happy. I said, okay, that's good. But when should you have fired her? He said 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago. (laughs) Oh, God knows what that's done to his bottom line, turnover, people quitting, unhappy. And so... The lessons are going through because people are starting to learn that there. are you're going to have some critical thinking here. You can't just Yeah. You know, nice. She was a nice lady, I'm sure, but she was totally ineffective. Yeah. So um, and I think this thing with, uh, you know, Bob Iger coming back, uh, the, the leadership lessons are there for anybody that's been paying attention. I can tell you. Uh, I talk always about the three most important things you got to do uh, as a leader. You know, the three-legged stool—we always call it. You got three legs. You got to keep uh, in good shape, and that is—you uh, got to take care of the cast members, the employees. I mean, that's your job. You got to take care of your customers. I mean, obviously, and you got to take care of Wall Street mm-hmm. <laughs> or the yeah. bank. I mean, those are three three legs, and. Really, unfortunately, I, I'm sure Bob uh, Chapik's a nice guy. I don't know him never met him, but he broke all three legs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when all three legs are gone, you have nothing to stand on. And uh, I think it was just, uh, it was too bad that uh, I think he came in a little hard and he had his ideas and he uh, didn't want to listen to anybody. Yeah. If I'd have been him, I would have kept Bob Iger as my best friend. Mm-hmm. where I could call him and say, yeah, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? But he didn't. And uh, the other thing that he centralized everything. So all the leaders in the company no longer had any authority. Yeah. You had to go to him for approval. And when you cannot take great people and uh, give them responsibility without authority. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it doesn't, I mean, that's not going to work never. And it's not even the right thing to do. In fact, it's ridiculous. Because if you centralize things, that kind of sends a message, you don't trust anybody. Yeah. And that's only you know the answers and that you can handle all this. And I think we're seeing that with Elon Musk, too. Mm-hmm. He's trying to run everything. And I think he made a quote this morning that I'm involved in too many things.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I mean, when you sleep on the floor in your office, you're involved in too yeah. many things. <laughs> and of course, you're missing a lot of Great opinions, great advice, yeah. great expertise. Uh, because the more you tighten down the organization, the less people give you. Yeah, they just they just kind of hang in there to make it to retirement alive. And um, so the lessons are there. The three-legged stool. Always remember it's it's a it's a dilemma. It's yeah. hard work to be a leader because you got to keep all three of those, and you know, if yeah. one gets a little shorter. You got to get it back. You got to get the other a little shorter. <laughs> you got to keep working it and yeah. it's all about people. Yeah. Once you annoy people they're not going to support you. They may hang around because they're afraid to leave or but they will give you 50% of what you used mm-hmm. to get so already you're getting less productivity, you're getting less commitment, you're getting less new ideas. Uh, it gets negative pretty quick but you don't see it because we all put on a good face you know especially in corporate life uh, it just Because a lot of people make a lot of money and have a lot of perks and a lot of stock and all this stuff. So they put up with nonsense. And uh, that's what happened to him. He wasn't getting the right information from all the experts that he had surrounded himself by. And that's pretty – that's all – I listened to all the experts in my life. I do exactly what my doctor says, what my wife says, what my computer guy says, my marketing person says. Uh, I don't have any ideas. I just listen to them. They know, <laughs> a lot, they know a lot more than I do about it and it all works out. Yeah. And uh, so those are the kind of things to remember. And you got to have Bob didn't just Bob. Chupik, he, he really he's a hard guy. I mean, you know, when you're hard like that and suddenly it's usually a lack of self-confidence or uh, lack of empathy, maybe uh, being a little more finesse in how you deal with people. You know, at least fake it, yeah. <laughs> but if you're. And uh, Bob Iger has that talent. He, you, when you're with Bob Iger, within a minute you feel comfortable with him. Yeah. You trust him, and uh, and he's never done anything that I've seen that uh, caused me not to. He was always that kind of person. I mean, I I could feel like I could call him up if I wanted to and give him some information it'd be fine, and I wouldn't put myself in jeopardy and. So those are the lessons, I think, on the leadership issue there. And uh, uh, I just, everybody needs to keep that in mind because uh, when you go in and your ego gets bigger than your ability uh, and you don't use the people around you to prop that up, that's what happens. I mean, we see it over and over. That's why, you know, the average CEO is lasting three years. I just saw a study where, a huge percentage of CLs are suffering from major anxiety right now, mm-hmm. leading to depression and divorces and alcohol. And that stress and pressure is much better when you have a team that helps yeah. you go forward. When you try to do everything yourself and you live in your little shell and you get more and more uh, isolated, you your brain gets crazy. Yeah. And uh, isolation is probably the worst thing. We saw that during the pandemic. Don't be alone. Don't be alone. That's why everybody got a dog, yeah. <laughs> you know, dog or cat, something. Yeah. And so I think those were the lessons. I saw it coming the minute he was in charge of the parks. I, from all the feedback I was getting about his style, it's about style, you know. Yeah. You got to make people comfortable, and we're in the we're in the business at Disney of serving people. We serve. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. We serve strangers, which takes a lot, and uh, and you we're nice our, our models kind of be nice and yeah. serve and go out of your way and help people and build their self confidence build their self esteem build their belief in themselves and people will give you a lot yeah but once they don't trust you they uh, that all goes away and, uh, and then uh, wall street doesn't have much time to mess around <laughs> yeah yeah so, the- uh, but that could have been explained too they don't fire you for losing your job over one or two quarters three quarters if you got a plan and and uh, but a lot of people were out there in the world and not supporting him, and mm-hmm. including Bob Iger. So that kind of put people in a mindset that well, there may something may be wrong here. Now yeah. I'm I'm as shocked as anybody that Bob Iger came back. I mean, I'm go whoa, that is a Disney story. Yeah, we had a villain. The hero came back on the white horse, slayed the dragon, and that... Everybody lived happily ever after. I mean, this is like a Disney story. Well, and it,
0: great. you know, there there was even an analyst, I, I don't know who it was, but there was an analyst who said he would be back as CEO. Um, and when he asked about was it, of right? course, of course he said, you know, that that's not going to happen. Um, he, he was asked about it early 2021, or no, 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 sorry. Um, uh, right after he left, the, officially left the company. So at the end of 2021, early 2022 is when he was he was asked about it, and he said, you know, that's that's not going to happen. Um, he he's no longer the CEO. Um, one thing that I I thought was really interesting, and and you said it about like the average CEO lasts about three years. With the Walt Disney Company, it has been, you know, the la- there there have been what one or two that have lasted. A short well, amount of Eisner time was there
1: for about 18 years. Yeah, ago, he was 15. there. In, in, I mean, Eisner was there when I joined in 93. Yeah. And during that whole time I was there for uh, 16 years or Eisner had been there long before I got there. Yeah. Con- yeah. You had consistency. Yeah. Because, you know, when you change leadership, there's a lot of concern, mm-hmm. uncertainty, uh, fear, uh, and uh, so that it, it and and Bob and michael both uh, uh were creative people, yeah, and I think uh, I think bob uh was not creative and uh, uh but he had been worked for thirty years and run all the division, yep. and done yep. a good job and but you know they you know they always talk about the old tipping point, <laughs> yep you, you may, maybe, I mean, I can think about it at Disney. When I was at Disney, people wondered why I didn't become the president. I'm not qualified to be the president. I am not a finance guy. I'm not a strategy guy. I'm an operations guy. So I was right in the right place. Yeah. And I would have never done that. But uh, um, I think our ego, you know, sometimes we take things that, yep. uh, just because it makes us feel better. And we are a big deal. and We want to be famous. Yeah. A lot of famous people are falling by the wayside yeah. these
0: days. Well, and so yeah. with because another thing I noticed with the company is because the you know the last uh, I mean the last twenty thirty years have been under two or three CEOs two. and and when Michael when Michael Eisner took over as CEO when he became CEO he took over under. Less than ideal circumstances for the company. You know, the company had to fend off a hostile takeover attempt. So he kind of took over, and it was almost like, you know, well, he he can do great things. He he can only do great things now because of where the company was. Then by the time he left, you know, I think like his unpopular his popularity had had decreased. Um, They fended off another. Hostile takeover attempt. So when Bob Iger took over, it was as though like, well, Bob Iger is going to come in and he's going to fix things. And then you know, Bob Iger is the first CEO to leave in, in my lifetime that left under like very positive circumstances. And so what? And then obviously when Chapek takes over, I mean, he's he's taking over when COVID nineteen is spreading around the world rapidly. Um, it's, yeah. it's like two weeks after he is named CEOs when it's, it's actually officially called a pandemic. Like, so, you know, and so it was just interesting to me that, that people have become CEO under those circumstances. Bob Chapek becomes CP, CEO under what people think are great circumstances. Um, and then we have this pandemic happen and now like Bob Iger is coming back. And again, he's like, for the second time he's almost playing kind of like the you know the the night shining armor that that you know whatever he does is is going to to be positive um and it, it it also it makes me think of we're seeing it more and more in college athletics that because of things like name image and likeness and the transfer portal rules now like coaches can come in and they can they can actually get talent quicker so you know it used to be the old rule was you need four or five years for a coach a football coach to actually you know get his own recruits in but now that's been shortened tremendously because of the new rules that people are able to to abide by and so we're seeing more and more coaches last fewer and fewer years yeah so my question is um a long wind a long winded way of a- of asking it But it sounds like Bob Iger taking over is good for the company. It sounds like, uh, I mean, all the reports are coming out that people are very excited about this. Um, Does this also, is this also kind of a warning call to other entertainment companies, other themed entertainment or hospitality companies that if you have, so you know a like a a successive period of bad performance that you 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 may not last as ceo very long like is it this we we need you to come in and you need to make changes and implement and you need to have positive outcomes right away is that something that you think is going to happen from this
1: Oh, absolutely. I think it was already in play already and not just in art business and entertainment and uh, hospitality across all businesses. Uh, uh, it's about performance today, especially if you're a public company, particularly. I mean, yeah. if you're a, not a public company, sure, the family or whoever, uh, if you got enough capital to go through the ups and downs of making mistakes. But uh, if you're a public company and they want results, they want it now. and, and um I think, uh, yeah, well, that's what that's what we're gonna see. Uh, people want, it's like in, the, it's in the sports. If you can't mm-hmm. catch the ball and you can't score, and you, yep. <laughs> or they said on Broadway, if you can't dance and you can't sing, <laughs> you you're out of the show. Yeah. And uh, but Disney's extremely complex, and and I feel a little bad for Bob, uh, you know, uh, because he did come right in in the pandemic, yep. and I've been fired in my career. I didn't think it was my fault, but now I look back, probably it was my fault. <laughs> I had a very aggressive management style early in my career. I had a kind of an insecure guy. I wanted to be the boss. I bossed everybody around, and and uh, I worked my way out of it, luckily. And my career got better because I became a better leader and uh, started trusting people and started hiring better people and training them and treating them right and. And that's a hard message. Uh, and especially when you come into a crisis, you know, when you're in a, and I think Bob was thought he was doing the right things. Mm-hmm. I don't think he thought he was doing anything wrong. I think, and I think it may still play out that he was doing the right things. This mm-hmm. whole streaming may play out in the future that, you know, we always look back to, well, they were right. <laughs> Who knows? But um, people have a, a short attention span. Now they want it. They want it now. Mm-hmm. And they want it quick. And uh, that's in everything we do today. You know, Americans have little patience and uh, uh, probably Wall Street has even less. And um, uh, it's uh, to find the right person to lead a company like Disney, which is, you know, and by the way, Chappick came into the parks where kind Mm -hmm. of his, his reputation got started like he's a hard ass and he's you know, and that's not the Disney thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I think uh, thinking back about that as uh, uh, that probably was the beginning because it wasn't, he's a smart guy, but people didn't like him.
0: Yeah.
1: People liked Bob Iger. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that piece. Yeah. That likeability uh, transfers. Yeah, uh, pretty significantly. Because when people like you, they you can make some mistakes, and they yeah oh, and they... okay. When people don't like you, everything you do is wrong. Yeah, and uh, and a lot of it's timing. I mean, everybody's getting in the streaming business. Uh, the economy went down. Uh, employment is like a. Everybody I work with doesn't do not have enough people. I mean, yeah. and they're struggling, and yeah. uh, uh, so. Uh, timing is everything you know i was at disneyland paris when we were losing a million dollars a day i got sent to orlando that summer i said the date saved me i probably would have been fired with other people (laughs) just for being there yeah this is what happens the higher you get the closer you get to the door let me tell you in an order the higher you get and um i i and they don't give you a lot of time. The higher yeah. you get, you're just your contracts over, boom, go pay you off. And next case. And it happens in sports. You get traded you get yep. uh yep. buyers, you get uh, uh so uh, many of those, you know, it'd be great for your students. Yeah. The lessons Whoa. are there about people. Yeah. You've got to have people support you and trust you and know you're there helping them too. And, uh, and, Talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows more than you do, and uh, that's that. That's a mistake when you got experts and you don't involve them deeply. Yeah, uh, they turn on you.
0: Well, and um, real quickly, the and, and the students do have they they have access to um, a few of your books that 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 I have read, um, and I, I, you you tell some amazing stories in there about like when you said you know you you had a kind of abrasive style. Of management style, of the beginning, I it reminds me of a story that you wrote about where uh, you had an altercation with somebody, and and then I believe it was your wife who said, "Well, do you do you blame them? Like, do, do, you know, what did you expect?" It was I almost liked, like a, a movie. I said,
1: "Do people hit hit you because of the way you talk to them?" <laughs> I said, uh, "Apparently."
0: <laughs> so, um, but I haven't yeah. been hit since 1973, so I'm. A good <laughs> I, I, there's, there's two more things that I, I want to ask you, um, you know, right now the the agreement is, it's supposed to be two years. And as part of those two years, Bob Iger's supposed to find somebody and, and and get somebody ready to to become the CEO. Now that obviously could turn into three, four, five years, whatever. But right now the initial agreement is two years. So my, my first question is, what two or three things do you think Bob Iger needs to do to be a to to show a sign of um like to show a positive sign of, of maybe uh, turning something around or or correcting some of the the mistakes that were made? What two or three things do you think would kind of be a sign of his success?
1: Well, I think he will. He already announced today. He's got a big town hall with cast members tomorrow. Okay. And listening, you know, listening, uh, looking at the data, the research, deciding if some of those things they did with the different park strategies are correct or not, whether they should be withdrawn. Should I think he's, you know, I think companies are getting. Uh, well, data data is good. When you do, when you start making decisions based only on data and not on the yeah. human, <laughs> you go down the wrong path. Data, you know. And yeah, I mean, and Bob Chapik said he said I don't listen to what people say, I listen to what they do, and they're still coming by big numbers to the yeah. parts and people are signing up for the streaming, and yeah, that's you know, people are loyal to you until they're not. That, so data can tell you people are loyal to you. Yep. And we are, but we we can we all change on a yep. dime. I'm never flying out there. I'm never going back to that restaurant. I'm yep. never, you know, never. never, never. And uh, I think when you take the human factor out and just rely on data, you're going down the wrong path because uh, you need to listen. Yeah. Because the listening gets louder and louder and louder. And uh, repeat business is the name of the game for Disney. I mean, and without that repeat business uh, uh, and younger people are not as interested in that as maybe they have been over the last many years. And maybe they will be when they get married and have children. But a lot of them are getting married much later Mm -hmm. and people are having less children and a lot of people are just staying single. And uh, there's a lot going on to, uh, to keep that that the reputation that this is an unbelievable visit and it is still by the way i mean people still go there yeah. they're paying the new prices and they love it yeah and they i mean we were have- we
0: were there november 2021 and it was we did the genie plus um and i i've talked to a few people about like i i felt i felt awkward using genie plus because uh, like i just felt like other people could see that well they're going to the front of the line because they either could afford it. They chose to do it. But at the same time, you know, I also state my hypocrisy is I justified using it. I will justify, I would justify doing it again um, because of a visit we had a few years earlier where there was a a mistake with one of our, our reservations. And we were given um, like free or we were given additional fast pass pluses. And, and I remember at that point saying like, this is amazing. If, if, yeah I, i'm i'm in if something if you ever have to pay for this i'm in for it so i mean we had an amazing time uh so yeah it, it you know it definitely I, I threw that in because you were talking about like how people are loyal yeah. and, and how people are still having a it's a great experience and everything uh um, well, it's
1: businesses it's like any business and i think uh uh one of the executives at Disney said it, it's like uh supply and demand. It's like a yeah. cruise line. The prices airlines are up forty percent because there's a demand. Uh you go to restaurant. I mean, supply and demand. I don't know if Disney loyalists always thought about it that way. Yeah. Because of the the whole world has changed. Yeah. And uh so um, you know, I mean it's a different world we're living yeah. in. And um
0: So, Lee, is there any is there anything else you see as something um, that would point to or make these next two years a success for Iger?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he will. I think you will see things. I think we'll see him doing things that uh, uh, the guest and the cast are very aware of that are positive. Okay. Now, I think the financial problem could be a while because I don't know how deep their debt in, how they can how yeah. they can back out, how they can market it more. Spend, I mean, the financial results will probably be a lot slower to improve than the perception of Disney yeah. by the cast member. Cast members are going to be happy as a lark now. And so are the guests. They like, you know, this is just like, hey, we yeah. the game. We're cheering. We're the winner. And so they're going to feel better about that. But even if you feel better about the trust in the company, you feel better about the pricing. Okay. And there are, people are kind of on a high, so he's got some time, but yeah. the financial, and by the way, the CFO is the one who kind of went to the board and told him. Yeah. He, yeah. Bob Chapik wasn't the guy. So, I mean, they've got very strong, smart people. And as long as they give them back the authority and let them trust them and move through and involve everybody and include everybody, I think you'll see this this is a product that's not yeah. going away. <laughs> you, you think
0: know? you think some of the people that may have left the company would would return. I think Bob could probably talk
1: anybody into anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. Could, you know, and maybe his replacement's one of those top guys that thought yeah. they were going to be and left. Yeah. I wouldn't why not? He came back. Why not go recruit one of the people everybody already loved and wanted to be in charge? And he didn't quite get picked. And so I think the approach will be quite different. I think I would hope it's somebody that's been there before Mm -hmm. that was really great. You know, Tom Staggs was one of the candidates. He's a fabulous guy, Mm -hmm. smart. Uh, Who knows what the politics are? Not getting the nod. And uh, they're going to be a little more uh, open minded about it now. Yeah. this mistake was made
0: well Well, and the that's that's actually the last the last question is and i'll preface it by saying like i've i saw some commentary yesterday maybe that um i thought it was a really good point somebody said um you know most most companies people don't know the ceo of most companies but with the walt disney company because people have such affinity to to it and such emotional attachment, people do know who the CEO is. They know who the upper management is a lot of times. And and they, they, there's an expectation that upper management, and especially the CEO is going to, you you know, they're doing something that people believe is right. And in the best interest of, of everybody. Um, And it said, you know, the successful ceos of the company have understood that and and possibly um that was misunderstood uh, over the last you know year and a half or, or however or actually a little bit longer since he was ceo um so not necessary i'm not necessarily asking who you think could be bob Iger's replacement but what characteristics do you think are important For the next person to follow Bob Iger, because it's also you are following somebody who has been extremely successful (laughs) and at times that, you know, has has definitely people have definitely criticized him at times, but for the most part has has been a very has had a very positive perception, you know, so what characteristics do you see?
1: It's going to be tough, and I think it's going to have to be somebody that's got that uh, uh, personality that uh, uh, you come in when you come into contact with them or hear them or listen to them, and that you uh, see the common sense, you see that uh, they're a person that's uh, logical, a person that's got good ethics, that's honest. Uh, that and that's Bob when he gets in a room with all the cast members, he can answer any question, no matter how hard it is.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think one of the things too, you know, maybe Bob Chappik didn't understand, or maybe Bob Iger didn't understand when he put Chapik in there was when you go run the parks, that's the only place in Disney that has customers that go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and and Chapik ran consumer products. I don't even know what he did before. I never heard him before he came into the parks. And guests that buy Disney products at Walmart are different than Disney guests who go to the parks. Mm -hmm. And uh, and by the way, you just said it. Most people in the world don't know any CEO's name and don't even care. But this one is personal. And uh, uh, literally, I remember that. Uh, When I was at Disney, we were the only division that has real live Americans and mm-hmm. worldwide customers that come in and from every income level when you go to the movies and all that everybody's a president these are executives these are producers these are big name people and uh, streaming i mean that's a very technical uh it has not there's no customer that's involved in that yeah. except whether they buy disney plus or not and that's something to remember when you get into the retail customers facing you it's different than yeah. uh, running a business where you're up there and uh, you really have no contact with the customer. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, there's a lot of dynamics going on there that are quite different. Disney's yeah. like two different companies. There's the people, the park side, which is all customers, people, kids, and then there's the other side. And they're really two different companies. Yeah, And Bob understands both of them. Yeah, And Bob's allows people to run their business. Yeah. Yeah, that's the difference yeah.
0: you know um uh, that's the difference well and lee thank you for doing this especially again i said on such short notice yeah, uh sure. this was this was this was great um for people who who want to follow um what you're doing and and the the advice you put out on on a daily <laughs> basis um the LeeCockrell.com is, is the website, but but also how else, is, how other ways can people follow you? Well, I think
1: some people may be interested in our podcast because they're only 15 minutes and there's over 400 out there now on leadership, management, customer service. We're doing them now on how the world has changed, how you better be interviewing differently, how you better be, uh, uh, could, the today the employee is going to be interviewing you, not you interviewing mm-hmm. them. <laughs> because this age group today, they make They consider everything before they take a job, not just the salary and position and title. They want to know the whole ball of wax, my life, time off, how you're going to treat me when I have an issue. So uh, we're doing those podcasts and they're free. And I think anybody that listens to them will pick up some good ideas about uh, when how to hire, how to fire, how to treat people, how to think about getting better information when you have to make a decision. Yeah. Uh you know wh- what's the name of the podcast? Customers and your employees know everything you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called Creating Disney Magic.
0: Yeah. Okay. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. So
1: they can hear me. Okay. And if they want to go to the website, they can buy something too. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, Lee, again, thank you so much for doing this. Um this was great. And enjoy enjoy the rest of your holiday.
1: Great. Keep those students coming out. We need them. We'll do. Bye. Yeah. Take care, bye now.
0: Well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Being a Fan of Disney podcast. I'm your host, Cody Haver. I wanna take this opportunity to thank everyone for joining us and listening, and to say that I hope you found the information, whether content covered in class, or interviews with guests, fun, informational, entertaining, and even inspiring. If you wanna follow along with the class, you can do so by following me on Twitter at PhD that's C-H-A-V-A-R-D, PhD. Or by joining the public group on Facebook, being a fan of Disney. If you want to engage with any of the guests we've had in class, their contact information is included in each of the show notes. So again, thank you for joining us. It was a great time having you. If you like what you hear, please share this out so other people can engage with the information, possibly learn more about their Disney fandom and their love for all things Disney related. With that, thank you again and have a great day.